You are listening to Skilled Nutrition Podcast. From skill to habit to lifestyle. Welcome to Skilled Nutrition Podcast. I'm Coach Natalia, and in this episode, we will take a closer look at macros, their food examples, and how to wisely use your daily calorie budget. Before we jump into the topic, though, let me ask you, were you able to recognize the author of the quote from the previous podcast? If you said Bruce Lee, you are correct. Love that guy. Also, did you try tracking your food for a couple of weeks? If you haven't done this before, it can be quite an eye-opener. So, in the first episode, we talked about energy balance. We learned that if you eat less than you expend, you lose weight. If you take in more than you are burning, you gain. And if you break even, then you maintain your current body weight. That's the biggest rock when it comes to weight loss. Now, the second biggest rock is macros. There are three macronutrients that give food its calories. Protein, carbs, and fat. Each one plays a unique role in your body. For instance, protein helps to build and preserve muscle, while carbs and fats give you energy. While hitting your overall daily calories during diet will determine your body weight, paying attention to the macros will help you achieve the body composition you want. No one wants to be skinny fat, right? All of my clients want to look athletic, with good muscle tone. Now, in order to achieve that, you have to pay attention to your macros. Getting them right will help you stay full while dieting, hold on to muscle while improving how you look and feel. As you track your macros, it will become your second nature to look at foods and see macros inside. But in the meantime, here are some examples of where you'll find each one. When you hear protein, think of things like meat, cheese, dairy and eggs, and protein powder to supplement. These are great choices. For carbs, think of vegetables, fruits, as well as grains and starches, like rice, breads, pasta. Beans are in this group as well. Fats are usually mixed with other macronutrients and found in full-fat dairy, fatty cuts of meat, plants like nuts and avocado. But in the purest form, they're oils, like olive or coconut oil. And, and please don't feel overwhelmed if, if this is all new to you guys. The learning curve is not as steep as you may imagine. Now that you have an idea of what types of food contain which macros, let's go ahead and see how you may budget your food choices to hit your daily macros. We're going to imagine you have a set amount of macro money to spend on protein, carbs, and fats. You get to decide how you want to spend it, but you'll need to make smart and conscious food choices along the way. Without manipulating serving sizes and picking the right foods, it's going to be hard to hit your macros. Let me show you what I mean. Let's pretend I have 1,700 total daily calories with 146 grams of protein, 173 grams of carbs, 
and 47 grams of fat. That's my budget. Now let's say I eat a slice of cheesecake after lunch. That's a really expensive choice. This one slice of cheesecake just slashed my fat macros by more than 50%, took a big chunk out of my carbs, and didn't provide much protein. So now I find myself in a bit of a bind. I'll have to eat veggies like a rabbit for the rest of the day while trying to catch up on protein. That doesn't mean I can't enjoy expensive foods like cheesecake as long as I plan for it. For instance, if I know I'm going to have some cheesecake for dessert, I can choose to save up on fats and carbs throughout the day. This might mean that I'll have a cheaper meal for lunch, like low-carb, low-fat salad with a whole bunch of chicken. That way, I'll hit my protein needs early, and I will have plenty of carbs and fats to play with and fit my delicious cheesecake after dinner. And this brings up an important point. You want to hit your protein early in the day, because for most people, it's the easiest to neglect. Let's be honest, most people don't think protein uh, is such a fun food. But it's actually protein that keeps us fuller longer, and we definitely want that while dieting. In the beginning, as you learn to navigate all this, you'll probably have a lot of protein left at the end of the day as you run out of carbs and fats, and that's okay. Tracking and recognizing macros in foods is a skill like so many other skills we acquire during our lives, but it's so worth it especially when your goal is fat loss and body recomposition. Think of the time you, as a teenager, learned to drive your first car. You took time and effort to get that skill. But once you got it, it brought so much freedom. Freedom to go wherever you want it. It's the same with tracking what you eat. Once you know caloric values of foods, you don't have to restrict or demonize foods anymore. You'll be able to enjoy your favorite foods without fear or guilt. At this point, you're probably asking, how many calories do I need to have for, for weight loss and uh, what macros? Well, there are several ways to go about it. You, you're probably aware of many online calculators, but if you've used them before, you know the results are far from optimal. What I do with my clients works better. As I've mentioned, in the previous episode, I asked them to use a food tracking app and track what they eat for two weeks um, without adjusting their diet. I just tell them, whatever you eat or drink that has calories, punch it into the app. We need a baseline. Once we get that baseline daily calories, we then create a deficit, anywhere between 300 uh, to 500 calories. Now they have a new daily calorie goal to hit. Right, you say, but what about the protein, fat, and carb split? Protein, or proteos, in the original Greek, means first, or primary. And for a good reason. Having adequate protein plays a huge role in successful fat loss. So we're going to establish our protein needs first. In my gym, our clients have an access to a piece of equipment that determines their lean body mass, among other markers. They get one gram of protein per one pound of their LBM a day. But what if you don't have that luxury? 
if you know your body fat percentage, it's pretty easy to find your LBM by plugging your body weight and your body fat percentage into an online LBM calculator. If you don't know the percentage of your body fat, there are two approaches I would use. Um, hey, grab something to write on and something to write with, because we're going to do some math. Well, nothing complicated, I promise. For lean, average, and slightly overweight individuals, I generally set one gram of protein per one pound of body weight. For very overweight and obese, I set it at 0.8 grams of protein per one pound of body weight. The numbers are not going to be perfect, but close enough to start. Remember, that's for dieting down, not for maintenance. When you're in caloric deficit, chances are you'll be taking in less carbs. Carbs have muscle-sparing effect. So you'll need more protein during this time. Did you do your calculations? Did you get your protein in grams? Good. Now let's convert that to calories by multiplying that number by four, because there are four calories in one gram of protein. Now you got your protein calories. Write that number down too. We'll need it later. For me, being 145 pound lean individual, I would need 145 grams of protein, which multiplied by four translates to 580 calories. Now we set fat. So with fat intake, I recommend between 20 and 30% of total calories for most people while dieting. 20% is better, but if you cannot stick to a smaller percentage of fat calories, go with 30%. The goal is adherence to diet, right? If I was dieting on 1,700 calories, 30% of that would be 510 calories. We're going to convert that into grams by dividing it by 9, since there are 9 calories in 1 gram of fat. My fat intake in grams comes out to 56 grams. And the rest of your calories are carbs. Take your protein and fat and calories, add them together, and then subtract the sum from your total daily calories to get your carbs. So my protein and fat calories added together equal 1,090 calories. 1,090 subtracted from 1,700 is 610. Knowing that there are four calories and one gram of carbs, I can easily find out my carbs in grams. 610 div divided by four equals 152. 152 grams. Boom. All right, that was a little involved, but at least now you know exactly what macros to shoot for. So to recap, track your food for two weeks to find your maintenance calories. Create a deficit of, let's say, 500 calories. Work out your macros based on that new number and hit your new targets. Uh, it is helpful to monitor your weight daily so that in a week or two, you have enough reference points to calculate your average weight and see how the new calorie target is working out for you. In the next episode, we'll talk about the best ways to monitor your progress, as well as various approaches that will help you stick to your diet.
Well, guys, I look forward to hearing your thoughts on today's topic and welcome any questions you might have. Did you know you can leave me a voicemail within the Anchor podcasting app? If you're listening to me on some other platforms, just shoot me an email to coachnatalia at icloud.com. If you enjoy my podcast and find it helpful, let me know. It always brings me the greatest pleasure to know I was able to help someone. Till next time, guys. 